and welcome to this week's episode of My Little Globe. Last night I was laying in bed, I couldn't sleep and I thought it is time for a fun episode again, right? Enough talking about serious topics, I will do an episode on something fun or something funny and uh, this is why I came up with the idea of doing a top five episode and today's top five will be about uh, the funniest guy moments that I experienced. So today I will share with you five strange or funny um, situations that I had in my life with different guys. So I hope you will enjoy them. Maybe they put a smile on your face or they make you think of other funny or strange situations that you experienced. Anyhow, I hope to distract you today from anything too serious that's going on in your life. So let's get started. The first story I want to tell you happened many years back. I was staying at a hotel with my mom and my sister in Spain and it was a hotel with entertainment. Now one of the hotel entertainers had his last night and of course there was a huge party. He was kind enough to invite me and I was super happy so I joined. Um, so we went out, it was a huge group of people, hotel entertainers and guests, and we went dancing and we had some drinks. And when we got back, about five people were left. So we went to his um, balcony where we sat down to eat. Actually, I don't remember what exactly we ate. I think we grilled sausages on the toaster. It was one of those typical evenings where you end up um, being hungry and you just take whatever's there. Um, so we had a fantastic evening and in the end, um, everyone left at some point when it was already morning, I think. And we were basically all standing in front of his door. So we were already outside of his room and uh, people were leaving one after the other one, saying goodbye to him because the next day he was leaving. Um, I was the last one to say goodbye. And as we were saying goodbye, he was like looking around if everyone had left. And then he went, you know, you can come in again. You can come in. And I was like, what? What's happening? But, but sure. So I went back into his room and uh, we started kissing and everything. And then all of a sudden, someone knocked on the door. And uh, he went a little panicking. And he was like, go, go into the bathroom, go into the bathroom and don't say a word. So <laughs> I went into the bathroom, not really sure about what was happening. And I was standing there um, trying not to breathe. I was standing behind the door of the bathroom. Um, and outside, I just heard that a colleague that had celebrated with us came back to basically check on if he had a girl there. Um, they had a short conversation and I thought I was I was dying in that bathroom. Um, however, that was a very funny moment. And uh, strangely enough, many years later, uh, a similar thing happened again. But this time... It was me sending the other person into the bathroom. 
bathroom. So it was last year on the ship when I still had a secret thing going on with a guy and I didn't want anyone to know. Um, we were in Italy and I have a favorite cheese that exists only in Italy, I think. Um, anyhow, I really love that cheese. But that day I couldn't get off board to uh, a supermarket or to buy that cheese. So I told somebody else um, on board to bring me that cheese if he had the opportunity to. And he did so. He was actually some kind of a supervisor of mine. Um, so he went, you know, in the evening, I'm gonna give you that cheese. And I was like, yeah, sure, just knock on my door. So this guy knocked on my door and I sent um, the other guy I was with into the bathroom. I was like, shut up and stay there. <laughs> and I opened the door and in front of me was standing my supervisor with the cheese and wine. And he thought we would eat the cheese together and he expected me to let him in um, to eat and drink. So I was standing there and I thought, what am I gonna do? Like, what can I say? Of course, I was already in my pajamas. I was like, no, you know, I'm, I'm super tired. I'm gonna go to bed now. And he was like, oh, come on, come on, just for a little while. I won't stay too long. But I couldn't. I was like, what if I let him in? And then we sit there drinking wine, eating cheese, and this other poor guy is staying in the, in the bathroom. I can't possibly do that to him. And what should I do if my supervisor had to go to the toilet? So anyhow, in the end, my supervisor was a little pissed because I didn't take the time um, to drink with him and to eat that cheese with him that he had brought. And it was super nice of him to bring me that cheese. And of course, I felt very bad. But I guess that's just what you will have to deal with if you want to have secret things. My second story happened when I was working in Spain and again it was a party night. Uh, we went out with a bunch of people and a co-worker of mine um, liked an Italian guy. Now this Italian guy had a tw twin brother and both of them wouldn't go anywhere alone. So she was like, you know what, I'd like to take him home with me but could you take his brother? Like, because we lived basically together. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? At that point, I didn't speak uh, Italian. So it was quite hard for me because I couldn't really communicate with that guy. But I was like, yeah, well, let's have some fun, right? Um, and we went home and the twins had to leave the next morning. Um, so they were going back to Italy and they had a flight pretty early. So it was important for them to get up in time. <laughs> However, I went uh, to my room with that Italian guy and I expected him to do something, you know, to start something. But he didn't make any effort, so I was like, okay. So I went to brush my teeth and I got changed and I laid down in my bed and then he laid down, he was fully dressed and he laid down at the complete other end of the bed. You know, I expected anything, but not that. So we had, now that I think about it, basically a corona safe situation there because he was really laying at the other end of the bed and he wouldn't do anything. Like he wouldn't put his arm around me, he wouldn't kiss me, he wouldn't do anything. And I was like, 
okay. So I put my alarm to when he had to get up because I was off that uh, next day. And I basically just got up and tried um, to tell him with my very, very broken three words of Italian um, to leave. So that's what he did. <laughs> um, yeah, so sometimes guys want less than I think they want. The third story happened in that same year. I was together with a colleague of mine. So we were a couple and we had two rooms that were next to each other. So our balconies um, were attached to one another. Um, so we, can ba we could basically climb over to the other person if we didn't want to use the doors for whatever reason that was. Um, however, once we went to party with our colleagues and... Uh, my ex-boyfriend, he was a bit complicated sometimes when it came to being with a group of people um, as a couple because he didn't want me to stay with him um, all the time, which I totally got and I understood. So I tried not to, but when I didn't, he got upset. So, however, it was one of those nights I was sitting at one table with a group of guests of the hotel and he was sitting at the other table next to us. Um, and he was, I don't know, he was having a great night from what I could tell. Um, at some point he was gone and a friend of mine comes over and she's like, he left, he will wait for you at home, like in the hotel. And I was like, sure, because I always slept in his room. Like I always slept over there and my room was just, uh, full of my stuff, but I never, practically never used it. However, um... I was pretty drunk at that point and it was maybe a 15 minutes walk back to the hotel and I didn't want to go alone. So I didn't want to walk alone in the night um, when I was drunk because this is just not safe. <laughs> so I decided to wait until the guests um, left too because that way I was accompanied and that it was just less of a risk. So when we finally got home... I uh, went to sleep just as usual um, next to him and he didn't wake up. So the next day when he woke up, he saw me and he was furious. He was totally angry. He started asking me what I was doing here and I didn't understand what, what this was all about. Like I totally didn't get why he was so upset um, because I slept there every night. And in the end, it turned out that he had locked his door. So apparently, I don't remember using that door or trying to use that door. So apparently, I must have used the balcony and gotten in over the balcony um, without even noticing that he had locked his room, actually, for me not to come in. And I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I didn't even realize. But it was just kind of funny to wake up next to someone who was totally angry to see you there um, if you think that person loves you and that you're welcome. And just for anyone who might be wondering why he even locked his door, well, apparently the night before I spent too much time elsewhere and not with him um, because basically I was trying not to be with him all the time. But anyhow, that's a topic for a different <laughs> episode, I guess. Thank you.
The next story is not that old. It actually happened, I think, two years ago. Um, when I was on a holiday with my mother, we went to the Dominican Republic. And this time uh, I was like, let's go to a hotel because we haven't been to a hotel in such a long time. And I really wanted to have a hotel with entertainment, with shows and everything. So, so this is what we did. And there I got to know uh, one of the hotel entertainers. And one day he asked me if we would meet after he finished um, at the beach. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So we met at the beach and uh, we walked for a while and we talked for a while. And then um, we, we were about to go to his room. And he went, you know, I have to keep my cell phone with me because of my family. And I was like, yeah, sure. And he went, yeah, because I have kids and I have, you know, they have to be able to reach me and uh, stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Just, you know, keep it with you. No problem with that. And uh, we got to his room and then he started talking about his wife and his kids. So I was like, oh, yeah. And he had a picture of his family um, on his wardrobe. So I looked at it and he explained who was who and um, what his kids were called, stuff like that. And then over his bed, there was a picture of his wife. So you could really tell this guy loved his family. And of course, um, this was somehow weird that he showed me his wife and everything. But at the same time, I was kind of happy that he shared these private things with me and that he told me so much about himself. So he turned on the TV because apparently the walls there are super thin and he didn't want anyone to hear that there was someone with him in his room um, because of course that was prohibited. So uh, he just put on some program. I didn't even pay any attention to what the TV was all about. Anyway, one thing led to another and we ended up um, together in bed, of course. Now, when we were just in the middle of everything, like the whole action was going on, all of a sudden, someone on TV started preaching. And it was all about God and religion. And I was like, what's happening here? Like, I'm in bed with a married guy who is super religious because most people there are very, very Catholic. Um, anyhow, I was super irritated, but he couldn't be bothered. So he didn't even notice, which was super strange and very weird. But he apparently didn't feel like that at all. For him, it was the most normal thing <laughs> that could ever happen. Um, and when I asked him later on how the being religious or believing in God part goes with the cheating part. He just went, uh, you know, for each and every one of us, the day will come when we have to pay for our sins. And that's just it. You know, that was his explanation for this. And I was like, oh, okay, that that's fair. <laughs> um, the next day he introduced me to his brother and I was like, okay, is this an official cheating? <laughs> How does that work here? And then two days later, he even introduced me to his little daughter who passed by for um, 
one day at the hotel. So anyhow, um, it was pretty weird. I think it was the strangest thing that ever <laughs> had happened to me um, in terms of meeting a guy or, or having something with a guy. This already brings me to my last story for today. Um, this one happened when I was on vacation again. <laughs> I went dancing. I went to a salsa club where everyone was dancing salsa. And there was this very great, like this amazing dancer. He was handsome and he really knew how to dance salsa. Um, now, luckily... <laughs> He also asked me to dance um, and we danced a few times, I think. And it was my last evening of that holiday. And usually on my last evenings, I tend to do anything that comes up. I just go with the flow. I don't care if I sleep. So I'm like, okay, let's have an adventure. Let's go for it. Anyhow, this guy asked me when the salsa evening was over, if uh, we would still, I don't know, have a drink together or something. And I was like, yeah, sure. So we went to his bar. Now his bar um, was closed at that time, like for a longer period of time. And he was living in that bar. So he didn't have any apartment, but the bar was his home for a certain period of time. So he basically put a mattress on the floor where he slept. He had all his things in there. And yeah, that was basically it. So we got there and I really had to go to the toilet. So I went, uh, may I go to the toilet? And he was like, yeah, sure. Do you like animals? And I was like, what? Do you have animals uh, on the toilet? And he was like, no, no, but, but do you like them? And I said, well, I can't just, you know, say that in general, because of course there are certain animals that I don't like. And he asked me which ones. Now I didn't want to... Like, I didn't want to seem too girly and say spiders. Um, I'm not a great fan of spiders, but it's okay. So I was like, okay, I like I don't like snakes, for example. Stuff like that. And he was like, oh, okay, great. Go ahead. So I went to the toilet. There were two toilets, um, a guy's and a girl's one. As it is usual at a bar. Um, so I went to the girl's toilet, of course. I came back and he looked at me and he was like, so did you see her? I was like, whom? Well, my pet. And I said, um, what is it? Is it a cockroach? Is it a spider? Because I, I hadn't seen any animal in there. And he was like, no, no, come with me. I'll show you. So I followed him to the bathroom again. And when we arrived, he looked up to the ceiling and showed me a green and yellow snake. It was sleeping. Luckily, it was. Um, and he was like, are you scared now? I was like, no, as long as she stays up there and I'm down here, I'm fine, you know. Um, I asked him if this <laughs> pet was dangerous. Um, and he was like, no, no, she's not dangerous at all. So um, we went to get a hot dog and we were sitting and eating. And then he mentioned that uh, last time his snake bit him, 
two of his fingers trembled for five days. But she's not dangerous at all. <laughs> so that were my top five funny guy moments uh, so far in my life. I hope there's more of them coming up because they make my life so much more colorful and exciting <laughs> and fun and they are just great stories to tell afterwards so i hope you enjoyed them it was great fun for me to tell them again and uh, it is always nice to relive this <laughs> fantastic and unique moments that will never be forgotten i guess i wish you a wonderful day please subscribe to this podcast and follow me on instagram it's my little globe underscore podcast and now have a wonderful rest of your day Thank you.